Welcome to The Bo Show, the home of faith, family, and freedom. You know, freedom means a lot of things. We have a unique American style of liberty. It evolved from many European philosophers, from natural law to these basic inalienable rights. But freedom has a certain universality to it. One element of freedom is not just in deed, but in thought. Freedom of thought creates the freedom of behavior. If you can't think freely, then you can't act freely. When the COVID-19 pandemic began in Wuhan and proceeded to infect pretty much the entire world, the answer of its origin to those who were paying attention was quite obvious. But instead, China began a campaign of blaming the U.S. military. And Dr. Anthony Fauci and others said that it likely came from a wet market, where it jumped from bats to humans. This was total deflection. Fauci knew that there were NIH subgrants that offshored this dangerous gain-of-function research that allows viruses to be manipulated to become more dangerous. And Senator Rand Paul was hot on his trails because he knew about it and had done his homework. But at the original outbreak, everyone, including President Trump, was trusting in this one man, Fauci, because he'd been around for five administrations and had this long history of service and accolade after accolade. The group really responsible for this red carpet treatment was the media. They elected to choose his words and expertise over Trump's, whom they hated. So when Trump swiftly enacted a travel ban from China to the U.S., Fauci disagreed with it. And as we know, so did House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, who went and partied in San Francisco's Chinatown. They said that Trump's action was racist. They had called his attempts to mitigate terrorism a Muslim ban, which it was not. So they used the same language when they enacted a travel ban from China, claiming xenophobia. So whom do you think the media trusted? Fauci and Pelosi, of course. Fauci was this esteemed, vertically challenged doctor. The great and powerful Oz. They put him on magazine covers, did weekly press conferences and in-depth interviews, and no one pressed him about his theories. Social media did such an incredible job of censoring Mickey Willis's documentary, Plandemic, that the media was able to totally disregard any notion of a theory other than Fauci's narrative. And that's why I frame this around the concept of freedom. Because if we don't have freedom of thought or freedom of information, we cannot get to the truth. If we are impeded from knowing what was really going on in that lab, then how are we ever to prevent this again? Countless people died. Countless people lost their businesses and livelihoods. Countless people became depressed and took their own lives. And we just assume that this was all a wet market accident that naturally happens? Well, times have changed. And this week, the Wall Street Journal reported that the U.S. Department of Energy has stated that the COVID-19 pandemic was most likely caused by a laboratory leak. They caveat this with National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan saying that there's no definitive answer. Well, Jake, I mean, if you allow the World Health Organization to control the inspection of the Wuhan lab, you're right. You won't get a definitive answer because they're never going to let you have that answer. The WHO's investigation was inconclusive. Hmm, I wonder why. Could it be that 
Dr. Tedros is just a pawn of the Chinese Communist Party? Now I'll circle back to Biden's idiotic transfer of power to the WHO in just a bit. So the Energy Department's new conclusions are found in an updated classified report from the office of Avril Haines, the Director of National Intelligence, which was recently provided to the White House and some members of Congress, according to the Wall Street Journal. The department, which oversees many U.S. laboratories, came to its conclusion based on new intelligence, but deemed its level of confidence in its judgment as low, people who read the report told the journal. The FBI also determined in 2021 with moderate confidence that the virus came from a lab leak. But the agency came to its conclusion for different reasons than the Energy Department, U.S. officials told the journal. Other federal agencies disagree. Four agencies have reportedly determined with low confidence that the virus was transmitted naturally through animals. And two others, including the CIA, remain undecided between the two origin theories. The Energy Department told Forbes it, quote, continues to support the thorough, careful, and objective work of our intelligence professionals in investigating the origins of COVID-19, as the president directed, but would not comment on specifics to the journal. Jake Sullivan told CNN, quote, some elements of the intelligence community have reached conclusions on one side, some on the other. A number of them have said they just don't have enough information to be sure. President Biden has directed repeatedly every element of our intelligence community to put effort and resources behind getting to the bottom of this question. But right now, there is not a definitive answer that has emerged from the intelligence community on this question, unquote. It's interesting to me that the various agencies in our government disagree on the origins of COVID. The FBI is moderately confident it was a lab leak, and the CIA remains undecided. People with knowledge of the report claim that the Department of Energy's findings do not believe that the lab leak was part of a Chinese biological weapons program. But to that point, I want to bring something to your attention that refutes this. U.S. officials allegedly obtained leaked papers, which were written by military scientists and senior Chinese public health officials in 2015 as part of their own investigation into the origins of COVID-19. Chinese scientists described SARS coronaviruses, of which COVID is one example, as presenting a, quote, new era of genetic weapons, unquote. They reportedly boasted the viruses could be artificially manipulated into an emerging human disease virus and then weaponized and unleashed in a way never seen before. The document lists some of China's top public health figures among the authors and has been revealed in an upcoming book on the origins of COVID titled, What Really Happened in Wuhan? Peter Jennings, the executive director of the Australian Strategic Policy Institute, told an outlet, that the document is as close to a smoking gun as we've got. Jennings also said, quote, I think this is significant because it clearly shows that Chinese scientists were thinking about military application for different strains of the coronavirus and thinking about how it could be deployed. It begins to firm up the possibility that what we have here 
is the accidental release of a pathogen for military use. If this was a case of transmission from a wet market, it would be in China's interest to cooperate. We've had the opposite of that, unquote. So you see why China and the WHO cannot be trusted to investigate this. If it's just a wet market, well, they should welcome the investigation. But no, they don't want anyone snooping around. Whether or not this virus leaked out accidentally or accidentally on purpose, as they say, the origin seems quite clear. The real issue will now be to what extent this was the result of a directed Chinese military campaign or program. These leaked 2015 papers seem to indicate a fantasy, if not an actual directed program. It shouldn't surprise any of us one bit. So it's interesting to me that the Energy Department is concluding that the pandemic was not part of a bioweapons program. How do they know this? The WHO's probe is suspicious. And that lets me circle back to Biden's recent action, which would direct all pandemic sovereignty to the World Health Organization, which is, of course, a puppet of the Chinese Communist Party. This would be a disastrous move, considering that the WHO covered up for China and has placed a puppet, Dr. Tedros, in power. Trump removed the U.S. from the WHO sovereignty, and now Biden wants to restore it. According to a statement by Congressman Chris Smith, quote, the alarming amendments offered by the Biden administration to the WHO's international health regulations would grant new unilateral authority to Director General Tedros to declare a public health crisis in the United States or other sovereign nations without any consultation with the U.S. or any other WHO member. Specifically, the Biden amendment would strike the current regulation that requires the WHO to consult with an attempt to obtain verification from the state party in whose territory the event is allegedly occurring in, ceding the United States' ability to declare and respond to an infectious disease outbreak within the United States, dependent on the judgment of a corrupt and complicit UN bureaucracy. Now, more than ever, our constitutional system of American government must be protected from those seeking to override the voice of people and consent of the governed in favor of dictates by an agenda-driven global administrative bureaucracy." End quote. It was the WHO that allowed China to hoodwink the world. Why is there no investigation by the WHO into these authentic leaked documents from 2015 about a viral bioweapon which is authored by top-level Chinese scientists. Nothing is done in China without the approval and or direction of the CCP. There is no accountability or freedom of the press there. It's all propaganda. And the American media believed it too. They were part and parcel of the great swindle. And let's just say, for sake of argument, that the virus did come from the wet market. How do we know that patient zero wasn't someone who worked in that lab and came down to buy some bats or anything else for that matter. If you watch the fictitious HBO series, The Last of Us, it depicts a pandemic that occurs from a fungus that infects people and turns them into killers. Kind of a walking dead concept. But the pathologists have no idea who the first infected person was and why the fungus began infecting people since that was really abnormal. 
Up to this point in the series, they haven't explained that. But there are a lot of real-world similarities in the show and what we went through, especially a global paramilitary bureaucracy that creates quarantine zones with rigid lockdowns. In the show, they are called FEDRA. Seems a little too close to home, right? You can't do anything or go anywhere without their direction. This is art imitating life. And this brings me back to freedom of thought and freedom of speech. Even though the energy department seems now to admit that the virus came from the lab, a person could not say this on social media back in 2020 or 2021 because big tech was so closely tied to the CDC and NIH that any challenge to that authority would be considered misinformation. So they found ways to silence health-based inquiry and opposition. They silenced natural remedies, HCQ, and ivermectin. They stoked fear. So we had no freedom of information, nor did we have freedom of speech, which is rooted in freedom of thought. And then the medical authorities forced the vaccine upon people when it was really unsafe to do so. And to that point, Woody Harrelson hosted Saturday Night Live this past weekend. Usually, SNL takes a hard left approach to political matters, especially that maudlin cold open of the song Hallelujah after Trump beat Hillary, like a collective dirge and sob fest. But Harrelson's monologue struck a different tone. Listen. But back to the tree in Central Park in that script. <laughs> Put yourselves in my place. Lay the curve of your neck against the roots of the tree. What, what kind of tree was it? I mean, what kind of trees they have in Central Park? Oh yeah, it was a palm tree. <laughs> so, lay, lay your head on the palm, fire up a hooter from Jeremy, <laughs> and start reading. Okay, so the movie goes like this. The biggest drug cartels in the world get together and buy up all the media and all the politicians and force all the people in the world to stay locked in their homes and people can only come out if they take the cartel's drugs and keep taking them over and over. I threw the script away. I mean, who is gonna believe that crazy idea of being forced to do drugs? I do that voluntarily all day long. Anyway, it's about that time. Harrelson is talking about a script he was given in 2019, the plot of which was about pharma companies forcing their drugs into people while they're in lockdown. Lo and behold, the pandemic hits in 2020. Now, Woody just kind of let that fizzle into a different joke and never really circled back, so I don't know if he was telling a true story or not, but the media response was swift. Matt Wilston wrote, quote, Woody Harrelson spews anti-vax conspiracies in SNL monologue, unquote. The phrase anti-vax conspiracy was another one of those key phrases that gets puppeted by every liberal media writer. Some even went so far as to criticize Woody for all kinds of anti-science statements. Anti-science is another catchphrase you will hear from Fauci zealots because it makes it seem like any questioning of a narrative is anti-scientific. But whatever this script that Woody was reading seemed to be art imitating life before it actually imitated it. New Twitter owner Ch Chief Elon Musk commented on this tweeting, so based, nice work. Based, by the way, means based in fact. Musk even went further tweeting, maybe they, the media outlets, 
don't know their propaganda is wrong. It's amazing how the media went into immediate attack mode on Woody for recounting this script idea that he was given. Woody said that he threw it away because, well, who on earth would believe that? But media are still pushing vaccines. They failed to report on the Pfizer exec who was caught on tape admitting that the vaccines were ineffective. Studies are now showing that natural immunity is far more effective against COVID. But the media still only holds one view. They still use the exact same lingo, anti-vax rather than medical freedom, anti-science rather than pro-scientific inquiry. Those are punitive labels. They are intended to marginalize. That's what we should start doing now. Let's just claim that we are all marginalized people for standing up for scientific inquiry and medical freedom. Maybe if we play the victim card long enough, we can get our own flag, our own month, and maybe even our own national anthem. Sometimes you have to fight lunacy with their own lunacy. Turn the words around. I am the victim of media shaming. <laughs> the fact that they can't even let Harrelson, who described himself as purple, a little bit red state, a little bit blue state, speak his mind in an SNL monologue just shows you how the media is. Even when U.S. agencies are slowly but surely admitting that this virus was not natural and that pretty much every policy predicated upon false information did more harm than good. You still have young people dropping dead for no reason, especially athletes. This is why freedom of information is so important. And it's taking a guy like Elon Musk, who is about as accessible of a billionaire and social media CEO as you can get, to call it out. Mark Zuckerberg doesn't comment on trending topics. He doesn't interact with his users. I consider Elon Musk part of the culture war, but the difference is that he is accessible. He's paying attention, even to SNL. Now, who wrote that monologue? Was it just Woody, or did he suggest it? It seems like a stream of consciousness, which actually makes it more truthful. And rather than applauding Harrelson's seven-month abstention from alcohol and his ability to have both conservative and liberal perspectives, they attack one thing, his views on Big Pharma. I mean, did the Big Pharma companies just send out an edict moments after that monologue to media outlets telling them to do this, to attack him? Or did they do it on their own? because they are still so indoctrinated in the lies. Why are they so beholden to narratives? I mean, isn't it their job to poke holes in unconfirmed narratives? I feel like that's part of my job. You have to use multiple sources and see things from a 30,000 foot view. You can't take anything at face value because there's always a motive and an agenda. Now, could it be that like Elon Musk said that they don't know that their propaganda is wrong? Well, possibly, but that would be because they refuse to report on studies and new information. That is selective reporting. But many outlets are reporting on this new energy department finding about the origins of COVID. But they fall short of holding Biden accountable for surrendering more U.S. sovereignty back to the WHO. This just goes back to Biden's consistent policy of undoing anything Trump ever did, even if it's bad for the country. Re-engage in the WHO, re-engage in the Paris Climate Accords, give money to foreign countries, undo the ban on TikTok, kill off oil and gas, open the border. It's just a, 
It's a totally opposite vision. The mainstream media is going to continue to fail you, but I won't. I'm Bo, and that's the show.